Hey, it's Tim here from SE Optima. We love talking about all things digital marketing related and in particular things that can help digital agencies grow and thrive since they're our biggest customer group. So today we're speaking with Carl Smenzieff, co-founder and CEO at Web Marketers, a Canadian digital agency with offices in Ottawa, Toronto and Kelowna. Since 2013, Kyle's grown the agency to over 20 employees and currently manages over 100 active clients for the likes of Pfizer and Carleton University. They've recently invested into an AI-enhanced design platform too, which is really exciting. Web Marketers uh, does it all, from website design to SEO, PPC, social, email, content marketing too. So Kyle, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Tim. Happy to be here. Excellent. Well, I, I uh, saw in your profile uh, that you started your first business at the age of 11. Can you tell us what that was and I did. Yeah, what you learned from that journey? I was a pretty bold and eager uh, kid and I went door knocking and I got my first two lawn care customers for the season. Uh, and I had a lawn care and, and maintenance business, uh, which eventually grew, but did everything from uh, aeration, basic landscaping, hedge trimming and lawn care with uh, select group of customers in the neighborhood I grew up in. Yeah, very nice. What did that, I guess, teach you about business and, and growth at that very young age? I mean, definitely hard work because I had to get out there on rainy days and in between classes and sometimes after school when other people were playing. But uh, I mean, to be 12 years old and making 30 or 40 bucks an hour in your free time. And I mean, it kind of um, gave me a, a, a bit of the inspiration to know, know what I could do with some of the extra money I was making. Uh, taught me consistency, the work ethic, and uh, I always kind of had a goal each summer that I worked, what I wanted to do with the money that I wouldn't otherwise be able to do. And my last year uh, doing this before I went off to university, I got my pilot's license. And that was something that was super cool that no one else was able to do. And uh, so I was proud about that. Yeah, excellent. And, and what about your journey from, you know, that point until you know just before you started web marketers what what was your work history like so i went on a bit of hiatus from business um i was playing basketball at a very high level and got a scholarship for university so uh, i went to, to carlton university here in ottawa on a scholarship um, they're the best team and have been for about 20 years in canada so that was really great from a team perspective and just competitive perspective and work ethics because I was balancing school and sports and social life. Um, I thought at the time I wanted to go to school and become a pilot. And so I studied aerospace engineering in school, uh, realized that I didn't want to sit at a desk and wanted to deal with people. Um, so I got into business. And so my last year of university, my brother had experience and worked as a professional DJ for weddings and private events and gave me some money as an investment and said, Hey, I'll be your business partner. Here's the money. You go run the business. Um, so that was the first business venture I got into. It was actually a DJ business and that's what brought me into digital, um, to really answer the questions. Yeah. I knew digital was important to help me attract customers for that business, that it became my main focus for the business growth, which was pretty successful. Uh, and I fell in love with digital from there. And, and that's kind of where web marketers kind of spawned by accident, if you would say. Yeah, great, great. When you were starting out, uh, what were your kind of first steps with web marketers? Um, so I guess the first few jobs I did in the digital space were things that I just did for business contacts that saw stuff I was doing and just asked for help. So I just did it in my free time. 
Yeah. Um, so kind of just freelance contract basis. Um, then my long, long time childhood friend that I grew up uh, knowing for a long time, him and I had uh, some conversations, decided to partner and do things together, uh, which was a great decision because we're good yin and yang. I'm very more entrepreneurial and want to work on the business. He's really more um, introverted and likes working in the business. He's good with people. So it's, it's been a really good partnership. Yes. Can you remember that first moment when you got your first clients or, or client? What was the, th- the kind of element that clinched the deal? Um, I guess just pretty aggressive sales pitch and just they could probably hear from my mm. voice and what I was talking about. Just a sheer passion. They want to give us a chance. And then mad, mad panic set yes. in. We're like, oh, shit. Okay, we actually have to do this work now. <laughs> All right. Sure. Awesome. And then, you know, we buckled down and we get it done. And we'd always, like the first three years, we always delivered about three times more than what we were paid for. Yeah, yeah. Adamant that we need to build our portfolio and our results and case studies. So um, actually, some of our, our first customers we still have to the state, which is kind of cool. Like this awesome. cool nostalgic feel. When we meet with them, they're like, Hey, back in the day, it was just Kyle and Dave, and now they walk into our office and they meet, you know, seven new people that weren't there the last time. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. kind of neat for them, and it's interesting for us to see the evolution of the relationships too. Uh, around about this time uh, in in twenty fourteen, you were twelve months into web marketers. I'm interested to know what where did you think the business might be six years later? It's really hard to say. I mean, I've always had very big dreams and goals, and I still do. I think we're just scratching the surface of where we could be. Uh, at that time, we were, we were actually we were trying to figure out how to be different, right? Because, you know, um, once you start getting a little bit of work, you got to figure out, are you going to find a niche and become an expert at that? Um, I mean, truth be told, for the first five years, you just take any business and all business you can to grow your business and make sure there's money coming in. But yeah, we were exploring at that time with... Uh, with lead generation sites. So we went and built a whole bunch of sites ourselves, figuring that that would be an easier way to get customers. If we already had sites that were ranking, getting traffic and generating leads that we could either sell the site then to them when it's got proven results or just sell them leads if they didn't have the money up front. Right. Uh, and realize that was a really good way to start conversations and get people talking to you, but they ultimately wanted to own things. Um, and we kind of ended up settling back more on like the traditional model of, build the site, do the work up front, and then support them with an ongoing monthly contract for the marketing side of things. And you you actually serve particular industries, right? Like you, you focus on certain kinds of niches? Yeah, we do now. Yeah, so we only deal with service businesses. Yes. So in a general sense, um, that's who we go after. So like not really anything in the e-commerce world. Yeah. Um, and one of our main focuses is dental uh, markets. So we have probably, let's say, at least a dozen dental clients and that's the main uh, area of focus for us um, we just know that space well and w- once you learn the language and the jargon and stuff it really um, things kind of grow um, you get word of mouth referrals from those customers to other dentists and things kind of just grow for you which is nice what is it about those niches like is it kind of unique needs that they have or what what would you say um to be honest, I find any customer when they realize that you've got experience in the industry, that's the main magnetic draw for them is just to see right. real results for someone else that's the same business and that gets them bought in. Um, typically, it's the same structure and the same processes you're going to follow. So if they can see that you've done it for someone else, 
then they believe that they can do it for you. And as long as they like you, you'll typically get some sort of a, a deal out of it. You know, in, in the current climate, uh, you know, coronavirus has, has changed a lot of businesses uh, and, and whole industries. What have you done with web marketers as a result of what's happened in the last um, year or so? The first two weeks, mad panic. Didn't really know. Um, so, you know, you'd go through an hour of sitting on your hands, just waiting, hoping that things wouldn't be more than a week or two long. And then you realize they were. And so I just did everything and anything. Um, I started shifting all of our sales online. Like we fortunately had a pretty big email list. So the first thing I did was say, hey, I watch the news. I look to see on top of all the government grants, the funding, uh, all the things that people need to do to adapt. And I sent out an email blast and hosted webinars for the first, like on a weekly basis for everyone that I could get on to help coach them on what to do. And that actually yes. even helped us bring in clients when people were very uh, uncertain of the future funding. Um, but more so, it allowed us to solidify the fact that a lot of business development and sales that would have otherwise been done in person before in meetings could be done digitally. And I always say it's like we saw three or four years of change in terms of people embracing and adapting digital in three or four months. And I guess fortunately for us, uh, we already had some grassroots structure from when we used to operate with everyone as a contractor. We had everything set up so that everyone could work from anywhere at any point on their own terms and software and infrastructure for that, which really didn't cause too much of a hiccup for us, fortunately. Uh, and then as kind of uh, COVID kind of came to an end and things got back to normal, um, kind of give us a head start. We've seen about 40% growth in the last 60 days just coming out of COVID. So fortunate yeah. for that, but definitely not it's kind of uh, still foot on the gas, right? And that's why we've kind of taken the opportunity to make some of these investments into the the, the way of the future, which is going to be a better CMS and, and better engagement and chatbots and, and AI, which is the direction that a lot of uh, technology is going to go for small business. And on that point, I, I was really interested to hear about what uh, investment that Web Marketers is making into this area. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so it was actually a, a very, it was a longer term contact of mine that I had in the industry, uh, ran a complementary industry and put me in touch with someone else in, in the area that happened to have had a fairly large investment into the technology, but had kind of shelved it. Uh, and given the nature of our existing like uh, agency and, and access to clients and getting it out, but marketers decided to come in and take a role on the finalization of the software, the design, the implementation, take a lead on the sales. So it was a really good, uh, relationship in terms of what they brought to the table and what we could do for it. Um, but my business partner, Dave, and I have always said, okay, well, we're building great stuff with WordPress. We're managing good marketing campaigns, but we don't technically own any of the IP, the material. There's not one piece of software that we bring yeah. hmm. to a client that they couldn't access on their own. And for us to really come to them with a differentiating value, we knew that we wanted to create a platform that would allow people to not only market themselves and generate leads, but manage those leads, the email lists, the automations, and eliminate all the third parties, like the live chats that we tap into, um, the CRMs like ActiveCampaign, the email software, the e-commerce integrations and payment processing, and bring all these things under one roof with a more secure, robust 
once it's kind of stop shop software technology for our clients. So that's what we're in the works of doing now, and it's it's exciting. Early 2021, we should have a, a MVP product on the market that uh, that we're rolling out on a more public basis. That sounds amazing. What plan do you have of communicating the benefits of that to the end customer? I think a lot of it is just being able to explain to them, like our sales and growth has never been like have a sales team and just do sales. It's always been yeah. through educational approach of right. people have problems. Let me show you how to solve those problems. So we do in our sales process, we'll do pseudo strategies for businesses. We'll do screen recordings and videos, walking them through their problem and what our solution is and actually explaining to them how it works to get their buy-in to how we do things. So I think in terms of how are we going to target customers um, that this solves the problem for is just look for people that are looking for the problem and get ourselves in the right spot at the right time, explaining things and educating them on how we solve it and start the conversation that way. I love that uh, that strategy that you use uh, using video and kind of you know recording these screen sessions with with clients kind of walking through their their own digital assets their website and, and I, I imagine that that's highly effective. How did you start doing that? I mean, it's a shameless plug for you guys, but we use your software uh, very relentlessly. Probably <laughs> send out five or ten thousand emails a month. Um, where your software and the reporting that we built it into the process is the main like carrot that we dangle for them in terms of value. And I find the software very comprehensive and it's a great starting point. Obviously nothing replaces an expert human kind yes. of review. Yeah. So we use your guys' analysis as a great way to show that we're all about value and showing results and helping them. And then when we see that they engage with those emails, whether they click on the link to the report, they respond or whatever, we follow up with a call, then we know that they're well positioned then to get us to come in and provide the more human approach of, okay, well, how does that actually apply to you? So like, this is a great binary analysis of, are you doing things well or you're not on a very detailed level of like 300 plus things, but beyond just, are you doing them or not? Are you doing them well? How should you be doing them? How does that tie into your industry and your goals and the problems that you have and, and whatnot and how you're going to solve them? So that's what actually led. It was your guys' software that led us to saying, okay, well, the easiest way for us is not to book a call. It's to see that you're interested, record you a quick five-minute video, send you that video and keep that good email engagement going because they'll yeah. book a call at a very high rate after they see that video. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I think that's it's such a great way to qualify leads and identify that kind of engagement and, and interest that they have. Uh, what is it about uh, clients and their businesses that make them successful? What are the kind of traits, I guess? I think the biggest thing for, for customers is being real, being personalized, having like real pictures and video and then showing and not telling. Too many people rely on, I can do this for you, I promise, or I'll do it for you, blah, 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 blah. Instead of telling them what you can do, just show them what you've done and let people buy into, you know, what are you showing on your Instagram feed? What's your portfolio on your website in terms of before and afters look like? What are your client case studies, testimonials? Show me some white papers, like walk me through it. And the right customers now for higher value services, which is what we target, are looking for a more comprehensive information and experience and a large focus for like myself and my passion is on the psychology of what people do and why they do it. And so when we build sites now, 
we know there's seven psychological factors in terms of the structure that a site needs to have or a page needs to have that's a destination for an ad. And we make sure we bring those seven things to that page and then just design it and organize it differently to represent each person's brand appropriately. Yeah, very good. I'd be remiss to not ask you uh, around SEO trends. Uh, you know, there's been a, a lot of news recently on, you know, lots of updates rolling out on Google. Uh, I guess with like all the constant updates that happen in the world of SEO, what are the things that you come back to? Or I guess what are the kind of like tried and true strategies that you, you explain to your clients? Content, um, making yeah. sure that like, we've got some little tips and tricks and hacks, like um, making sure that every service that you offer, you have a unique page for, and that page can stand alone as an actual landing page if you run an ad campaign to it. Um, that service page should also have the service regions you service, which is a great way to get the regions and the service itself and the keywords together on a page. So when people search, for let's say it's cosmetic dentistry, you're not just showing up for cosmetic dentistry in the main city, but maybe that micro region or that neighborhood that they might be searching. And a lot of people now search on a very micro like specific level. And yeah. so when you're the only website that happens to have content on that specific level, you can capture a lot of search very quickly and easily uh, that no one else is really competing on. Yeah, that's great. Good, very good, very good suggestion. Well. Yeah, thank you so much for, for your time today. Uh, you can visit Web Marketers online at webmarketers.ca. Uh, follow them on Instagram at webmarketers uh, or Twitter at the webmarketers. So uh, yeah, join us next time when we chat with another agency founder and chat about you know starting and growing their digital agency. I'm Tim Hill from SE Optima and thanks for tuning in.